I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back to Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Great to be with you today, as always. And we are broadcasting live from the Michael O. Levitt Center for Politics and Public Service down here on the campus of Southern Utah University. And uh, we are marching our way towards 6 p.m., where you can listen live on KSL News Radio tonight to the second congressional debate. I will be moderating. We'll have Nick Mitchell, the Democratic challenger, along with incumbent Chris Stewart, and the Constitution Party candidate Cassie Easley will also be on the stage uh, having a great conversation about a very large, very diverse uh, second congressional district. Uh, as we march our way towards the midterms and November 8th, really pleased to have joining us on the line, Utah Senior Senator Mike Lee. Senator, thanks for jumping on with us today. Thank you, Boyd. Good to be with you as always. Well, I wanted to start with uh, where a lot of people's attention has been, and that is dealing with inflation. We got new numbers out yesterday. As you read those and look at those from your unique perch in Washington, D.C., what did they tell you? Well, what they told me is that the inflation in Utah is even worse than it is in the rest of the country. And it's worse, especially when you take into account what we've experienced since January 20th, 2021. That's the day Joe Biden took office. Through the Joint Economic Committee, we've submitted numbers showing how each state is experiencing this since January 20th, 2021. Nationally, Prices have gone up by 13.5% since that time. In Utah, it's 16%. And in Utah, the average household, the average family in Utah has seen their household expenses go up by $949 a month every single month. These are just for basic monthly expenses. Now, we've been tracking this now for months, and each month, each month it gets a little worse. So what we're seeing, and and I'm hearing about this from Utahns from one end of the state to the other, um, people are are having to cut out one necessity in order to afford another. There's there's not even enough room left to just cut out the extravagancies. People are having to figure out which of their basic necessities will have to give way to the other. And so there are a cornucopia of, of, of problems that manifest themselves when this arises. There is, however, one narrow source of the problem. That narrow source is federal spending. And uh, you don't have to take that one from me. You take it from Milton Friedman, the Nobel laureate economist, who during our last period of of major inflationary upheaval in America uh, was asked the question, you know, what's causing all this, Dr. Friedman? Is Is it foreign trade? Is it speculative investing? Is it this or is it that? And he said, no, in the United States of America, Inflation has one cause, and it's Washington, D.C., Congress specifically spending too much money. Mm. Under the control of Joe Biden and the unified Democratic Congress, uh, Washington has just been spending way too much money. Last year, we took in $4 trillion 
We spent almost seven. We effectively printed $3 trillion. That creates the very definition of inflation, which is too many dollars chasing too few goods. Yeah, we we had uh, yesterday, we had on the program Jeff Cox, who is the economics editor for CNBC, and he was talking about uh, the the ride that's ahead of us uh, with that continued spending going on. We also had Mary Daly, who's the CEO of the San Francisco Fed, and she actually created a new index uh, that I think is something that connects to what you've been doing on the Joint Economic Committee. Uh, she actually calls it the Putback Index. Uh, going to the grocery store and just as you go through the checkout, just see how many items have been put back or people who just left things uh, there at the counter because they had to prioritize uh, what they could spend and what they could actually afford. So as as you look at that, Senator, as you've been traveling the state, obviously during the course of the campaign, uh, what is it that you're hearing and what is it that uh, Congress needs to do in the short run uh, in order to change the dynamic uh, for the people of Utah and the people of the rest of the country? Well, when, when you're in a hole, the first thing you've got to do is, is stop digging. And um, we, we, we dig more when Congress spends more. And unfortunately, it's gotten worse even in the last couple of months with um, Congress, um, specifically the Democrats on a strict party line vote, ramming through an additional $750 billion spending package under this very uh, improperly named legislation called the Inflation Reduction Act. How they can call that an Inflation Reduction Act when it has the exact opposite effect is, is uh, really strains the mind. They, they, they claim, of course, that it reduces spending, but what they leave out is the fact that the spending that they claim that won't uh, be spent, the, the amount by which they will reduce uh, inflation and the deficit, those are, contemplate cuts that will be uh, under their plan supposedly carried out toward the end of a 10-year budget window. But the way that works, it's the oldest trick in the book in Washington. Uh, you, 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 you have the spending at the early end of the 10-year window and the sub- supposed savings at the end of it. The savings never materialize, but the spending occurs first. So that's the first step we've got to undertake is to stop uh, the excessive spending. And, boy, to be honest, the only way that happens is to make sure that we have a Republican majority in the House and in the Senate. We, we need both. Because while Joe Biden has control of either or especially both houses of Congress through his party, they will rubber stamp anything he wants. And we know that what he wants is always more spending. That will make inflation worse. So uh, Americans are going to have a choice to, to make in a, in a few weeks. Utahns are going to have a choice to make in a few weeks. They can vote for Republicans, and Republicans will stand up to Joe Biden's excessive spending plan. Or they can vote for Democrats who will move us in the opposite direction. I want to take one last question with you, Senator, before I let you go. And uh, it's an area where you have worked uh, across the aisle. And it's one that is interesting to me in all of the national polling. It continues to be really high on the priority right behind inflation and, and the cost of groceries and gas. Uh, and that's dealing with criminal justice reform and our criminal justice system, everything from policing to what happens in the courts. Uh, give us a, a perspective in terms of where that can be an area where both left and right can come together uh, to get better results for communities and for individuals. So I, I spearheaded an effort, uh, started it out back in 2011 when I first arrived in the Senate, um, including that we could make our federal criminal justice system fairer and more effective in, in enhancing public safety while at the same time enhancing respect for those going through the system and those incarcerated. And at first it was just me and 
some liberal Democrats, starting out with Dick Durbin from Illinois. The time we picked up Cory Booker when he came to the Senate, the first thing he said when I met him, his first day in the Senate, uh, was uh, very pleased to meet you. I've heard about your criminal justice reform effort, and I want in. They said we could never get it done because we'd never get enough Republican votes. And to be sure, for a long time, it was just me and a bunch of Democrats and a very small handful of Republicans joined us. I promised them we keep pushing this. We'll get past that 60-vote threshold, uh, the cloture rule in the Senate. And they thought I was crazy. In the end, we passed the First Step Act with 87 votes. It would have been 88, except for Lindsey Graham uh, up and went to Afghanistan at the last minute. Um, but the, the, the First Step Act is just that. It's, it's a first step. And uh, we're, we're working on more bipartisan legislation now to make our criminal justice system fairer and make the American people safer and adding to the, uh, the justice of our justice system. All right, Utah Senator Mike Lee, we appreciate you jumping on uh, with us today. We've had all the candidates uh, giving invitations to everyone to come have a, a chat about principles and policies. And, uh, Senator, we appreciate you jumping on. We know you've got a debate coming up on Monday. That will be at 6 p.m. Uh, on KSL News Radio. And I appreciate you taking out some time for us today. Thank you very much. Looking forward to that. And uh, best of luck to you and to the debaters tonight. All right. Uh, again, that's uh, Utah Senior Senator Mike Lee. And uh, we're broadcasting live from the Michael O. Levitt Center for Politics and Public Service here on the campus of Southern Utah University, marching our way towards 6 p.m. tonight when the second congressional debate will take place. We'll go ahead and step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to get into the radio world of SUU. Stick around. Stay with us on KSL News Radio. We'll be right back. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.